0: As God intended. Let's go. Welcome to Looking for Healing Talk Radio where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host for today, Nicola Burnett, holistic dietitian, functional medicine practitioner, and proprietor of Back to Balance Wellness Center in Las Vegas, Nevada. I thank you for joining me today at Looking for Healing Talk Radio. Looking for Healing is an exciting show where you can learn from experts in the practice of natural medicine. Combined, the four show hosts possess more than 100 years of clinical experience as professional healers and includes myself, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Brian Artis, and Dr. Jana Schmidt. If you're into all things natural when it comes to health and healing, then stick with us. I promise you, this show is for you. I am super grateful to have this opportunity to share and educate and expand the minds of others on the topic of natural healing, which is a topic that has seemingly gotten lost as the primary way of healing. I invite you to share the links and to tell all your like-minded friends and family that they can find us live every week on America Out Loud talk radio at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and via recorded podcasts at americaoutloud.com, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora Networks, and via America Out Loud phone apps downloaded from Apple, Android, and Alexa. And I'd like just to take a moment to thank the sponsor of the show, Global Healing, Global Healing is a family-owned company that has been around since 1988. Their products are developed using cutting-edge manufacturing processes and the best ingredients nature has to offer. They work with small organic farmers and producers to offer pure, fresh ingredients. And they use a cold-pressed extraction process using triple-distilled water, preserving and encapsulating the pure essence of the plants. They use a proprietary cold filtering process that filters the liquid product without generating heat, thereby preserving the delicate constituents of the herbs. And their liquid extractions are made more bioavailable, balanced, and stable with the addition of Ormus supercharged minerals. If you're interested in nutritional products that are pure, potent, and made with love, then Global Healing should be your company of choice. And Global Healing is offering a generous 15% off your first purchase as a thank you to our faithful listening audience of looking for Healing Radio. Just use the discount code of OUTLOUD when placing your order. That's O U T L O U D. Out loud. Okay, so let's get into our show for today. Uh, I have invited back our guest, uh, Tom Woloshin. He is author of The Complete Master Cleanse, and he has his uh, famous reputation as the lemonade guy, (laughs) (laughs) and we just have so much to talk about that um, we're doing a three-part series, and today is the third part and I've had a lot of fun doing all these series with you. And I'm super excited to do the series today, especially because what we're going to talk about today is kind of your, your. I'm going to call it your trademark. It's kind of your thing. It's your jam. And I love hearing you talk about it. And that thing that I'm referring to is referring to the connection between mm, how the universe works, the universal laws, uh, the universal principles of how we actually call things into being and create things to be, whether they're things that we want to create when we're trying to intentionally manifest, or sometimes we've got a lot of um, trauma patterns that are locked away in our subconscious memory, and those are without maybe perhaps without our knowledge, those can also be creating things that we don't want in our lives. And when we're talking about the topic of health, you cannot talk about the topic of health without talking about this topic. And this is kind of one of your specialties, Tom. So welcome and thank you so much for coming to talk about this with us today.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me here. It's uh, a pleasure. This is our third time around, and I've thoroughly enjoyed our time together, of course.
0: Yeah, me too. It's always always a good time. As I've said before, Tom and I have been uh, friends. We met in um, Luxor, Egypt on a trip, which is kind of random, <laughs> and it's a funny story. Maybe we'll go into that some some other show or sometime. Mm. But um, anyways, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and jump right in because this okay
1: is... well today yeah we we had a bit of a preamble before we started and uh, we're going to talk about um, um sort of mind over matter and of course you've ever heard well if you don't mind it doesn't matter well yes it's your mind that makes matter our mind makes matter well in a sense I believe it directs matter you know we could go if you you know come from a religious perspective it says, you know, uh, you know. God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. You know, and how you know the spoken word brought about manifestation. Later on in the Bible, Bible it will say, "As a man, or, and I always add, as a woman thinketh in their heart, so are they." Which is to say, our thoughts direct uh, our experience, uh, create the reality that we see. Not necessarily that it may be true or not, it's just that's what we are projecting. And I believe that we we are all uh, created with free will. I can choose to think whatever I want. And those thoughts, which are a, a form of energy, have the ability to create or manifest. Um, really quick, there was this, this uh, man, his name is David Suzuki, he's a biologist, and he has a a TV show in Canada, and he talked about this experiment that was done. And it was, it's very simple, very simple. They just, they had a like a big sheet of plywood. Uh, they drilled uh, or cut 10 holes at the bottom and they, uh, of this uh, sheet, and they had it on an angle, you know, tilted. And then they put sides up on either side, and uh, they numbered these holes from 1 to 10 from, say, left to right. And at each of the holes, they put a bag to catch balls that would fall into these holes. So they have this very simple machine, in a sense. And it's a piece of plywood leaning on an angle, say, 20 degrees or 30 degrees or whatever. And at the top, they release, say, 100 ping pong balls. And they all roll down randomly down this sheet of plywood. And as they say, there's 10 holes. Well, these balls all eventually fall into one of these holes. They then... Go to the bags of each of these 10 holes, count up the number of balls that fall into each hole, and then they chart it on a graph. The number of balls on the axis going up and down, that's your vertical, and the whole number on the horizontal from one through 10. And they get a perfect, more or less perfect bell curve. So you get almost all, most of the balls fall into the holes in the middle, and the least balls fall into the holes on the sides, because from the sides, balls can only come in from one side. In the middle, balls can fall in from the left or the right. So they do this and they get this perfect bell curve. Well, they then, to to change the experiment, they they take various people one at a time and they put them in front of this experiment. And they put a plexiglass in front of this so they can't interfere with these balls physically and they roll these balls down this this incline, and they tell the person who's watching this to think right, just think right, as you see these balls cascading down. They then, balls come down, count them all up, put them up, you know, chart it on a graph. They then take all the balls, roll them down again, and they tell these people to think left. So people, they just sit there, and they just think left, to their left, and uh, let the balls roll down, count them up in the bags, and then chart a graph. And here's what they found. The bell curve shifted to the right when people thought right. And the bell curve shifted left when people thought left. Did they touch them? Not physically, but with energy of the mind. Our minds have energy. Like, how could it not? We have this thinking that we have is been by most of our uh you know uh civilization has been ignored the potential behind this there are many people who have who have got this message but it's you know generally been ignored for example there's the book think and grow rich i have a client who studied that book was in poverty and then one day suddenly got a check in the mail for 1.7 million dollars this is a client of mine And that's her story, you know, and it was like, wow. So it's here she was, you know, she said it didn't happen overnight. She said, I was studying the book and, you know, know, using the principles. And as you talked earlier in the intro, people will say, well, how come I can't manifest? I think, you know, money. And I said, well, I was (laughs) this story comes to mind right now. I was interviewed, met this man and I was talking to him about this. And he said, I don't believe you. He said, or. God played this horrible, horrible trick on me. And I said, what? I was living in Scotland and I was completely destitute. I had nothing. And I was lying in bed thinking, what can I do? What can I do? And I had got this brilliant thought, think money. Just think money. So he said every morning I'd wake up and I would just spend several minutes and sort of meditating on money. And then one day, all of a sudden I got a message, go to the mailbox. And he says, I go to the mailbox, and when I open the mailbox, (laughs) there's a flyer in red letters that says M-O-N-E-Y, (laughs) money. And he said, I was was just outraged that this cruel trick would be played on me. And I said, when you were imagining money, what did you imagine? Well, M-O-N-E-Y. I said, you didn't think bills or $50 bills or $100. You thought the word money, and that's exactly what you manifested. You kind of looked at me and I went, be careful what you ask for. You've got to be kind of specific because it's kind of like I always do this analogy with people. So, I um, Nicola, you're going to be my travel agent, and I want to go somewhere. So, Nicola, I don't want to go to London. No, I don't want to go to, to uh, Tokyo. Don't send me to New York. No, I'm not going to L.A. You're, of course, going to say, where do you want to go? No, I didn't say I want, you know, it's so focus on what it is that you want and be clear about that as opposed to what you don't want, because if you focus on what you don't want, you get it, you know, because the you know, if you say I don't want to be sick, I don't want to be sick, I don't want to be sick. The operative word here that the mind focuses on is sick. You don't want to be sick, so choose health. I choose to be healthy. I choose to have greater energy, more well-being, et cetera, et cetera. And so these are some of the glitches that people sort of get into. They're focusing on what they don't want, thinking that they're asking for what they want. I believe that the universe focuses on the words that you're choosing. It does not hear don't or not. It hears, like you say, you know, I don't want to be poor. Poverty is what's going to be what you're actually attracting or drawing to. You. Um, like I, for example, it, it, and sometimes it, it can require, you know, like uh, talking about lotteries. I always tell the story of the woman who went into the convenience store and they had her on, on video. And she said, I want a lottery ticket. So the guy loads up a lottery ticket on the machine. He already had one loaded. And so he takes the tickets He didn't know he had two and he puts it down on the counter and one slides off the other and there's now two tickets you see him recognize this and he reaches over to take one away and the woman says no 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 and you hear her say i'll win a million dollars two times guess what she won a million dollars on each ticket and she called it now you could say well why can't everybody do that well there are, i've seen people you know because i've been reading stories and there are people who have been playing the lottery for 20 years and then they win so it depends on on how much resistance you have to maybe being rich or thinking the odds that you have to get rich if there's we have on average 50 60,000 thoughts that run through our day through our mind every day and many of them can be random and you may be saying things like um you know life is a struggle it's always hard why am i why don't i get what i want or you know it right? could be life is easy uh everything is working in divine right order that's one of my favorites and as an example about lotteries i've just finally decided maybe i'm gonna <laughs> try this myself and so i've been doing a little bit of working on winning the lottery and i i've you know i've been you know like ten dollars fifty dollars a hundred dollars and and i just a few weeks ago, won $1,000 and went, oh. And I've read stories of people who've won smaller prizes and went, I'm gonna win a big prize. And they have gone from winning 100,000 to millions. And you know, people locally, in fact, I know somebody who, their first lottery tickets they bought, somebody I know personally won a half a million dollars. The first ticket they bought, had never bought a ticket before. And somebody said, there's millions of dollars in the lottery tonight. Okay, and they spent $20. So, and I'm not telling people let's everybody go out there and buy lottery tickets. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you've got to be clear, you've got to be focused, and you have to understand, as you said, what's going on in the unconscious mind. What are the beliefs that I have? What are the imprints I've had from my my teachers, my parents, my uh, siblings, my peers, my what the, we see on TV? I mean, we're continually being inundated with messages and advertising, you know. Is, and and Nicola and I talk about this. Is this news real or is that news real? It's all <laughs> It's all as real as you want to make it. And it's like, you know, I tell people, you know, we only live in this continuous, eternal moment of now. And, you know, news yesterday, what is news of yesterday? Well, or news of tomorrow. It's all just figments of our imagination. And the only thing that's really real for us at this moment is this moment. So we have to. When I'm talking about this, you can't say I'm going to win the. Um, but my timer here, we're going to have like, two minutes. Yes, um, we have to. If we're projecting to win the lottery, don't project into the future because tomorrow never comes. Never comes. So if you want to be well, focus on I'm healthy, a fit, and uh, t- each and every day in this very moment, uh, you know. You want to project into this moment that you're living in because you don't live in tomorrow. We only live now, and you can't talk about yesterday because yesterday is just simply a, a, a part of your imagination now. Like what happened yesterday? Well, what did I do yesterday? I have to think about it. Well, did that really happen, or did I think that happened? So this is this is some of the very simple beginnings, and we'll talk a little bit, you know, more depth about this in our next segment here because as you heard my timer go off means we're coming uh close or soon to the end of uh, this first segment here i'll let you go from there
0: yeah (laughs) yeah we are that always seems to come around so quickly yeah so we're going to take a short break and when we return we'll continue discussing this topic of i like what you said most people say oh mind over matter but I liked what you said. You said mind into matter. And that's 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 a really, it's a subtle change, but it's very powerful. It's very real and it's very potent. So um, I, I loved that statement that you said. Okay, we're gonna jump out of here real quick and go to a quick break and we will be right back. So stay with us.
2: Spike proteins help viruses enter into your cells disrupting your health and your well-being. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body of spike proteins, which allows your body to repair from within, supporting your immune and respiratory systems, and regulating your inflammatory response. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
3: How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout.
2: World-class care
1: from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness.
0: This is Nicola Burnett coming back from our short break on Looking for Healing Radio. And real quick, I just want to mention that if you're not able to catch any of our shows live, just know that all of our shows go to podcasts typically a day or two after the live broadcast is complete. You can listen to any of the podcasts on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, or America Out Loud, and many, many more. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe and rate the show for us. Okay, so let's get back into our topic with Tom Woloshin. We'll call it Mind Into Matter. And one thing I wanted to mention, you know, one of the things that we do at the center is is a live blood. We look at live blood, do an audit of that. And there's a story, um, or I should say something that happened once and this wasn't actually in our center but this is somebody else who does a similar thing and in this case they were examining under the microscope urine and you know you can look at saliva samples urine blood different things and for this particular uh, person they were looking at all, all all of those samples And in the urine sample, it was really interesting. What showed up was a perfect, perfect script. I saw a a photo of it. They actually took a photo of it. It was a perfect script of these initials. And I think it was the letter J and the letter D written in script. So these holographic images imprint in things like urine or saliva or blood. And so when this practitioner was looking at the sample, they looked up at the client they were working with and they said, What what do the initials J D, what is that, you know, what does that mean to you? And she kind of looked at him like, What is, you know, what does that have anything to do with? And she kind of had a startled look on his face on her face. And she said, Well, those are the initials of my deceased son. I don't remember what his name was, but And so, a big part of this whole discussion and this whole transaction between these two people uh, was around these initials. And the practitioner had said, Well, we looked at your blood, we looked at your saliva, we looked at your urine. And these initials appear in the urine. And what does that represent? Urine is what we're releasing, urine is what we're getting rid of, right? The, The body will go through a a process where it'll say, okay, keep this and discard this. And then it moves things that aren't good for us out through the urine and out through the feces. And so his take on that expression, that holographic image that showed up so clearly was that you've got, you're hanging on to your son. And she was, that was a big part of the topic and a big part of her health issues Um, come to find out after they were getting into it for an hour or two and their discussions and he said, This is, I feel this is your son communicating to you and your body communicating to you to let go, that he's fine. And you've got to move on, move into surrender and acceptance around this and let it go. And I think a lot of your health issues will clear up. So I thought that was pretty fascinating. And I thought you might find that very fascinating. It has a lot to do with what we're talking about today. Yeah,
1: I mean, I can tell a a story about that. I've not heard about looking at urine. This is all new to me. But uh, I I was with uh, four men and with a man doing live blood analysis. And he took somebody's blood, put it under the microscope and had it up on the TV. It was one of the old, you know, it it was years ago, a regular TV screen, the tube TV and we could see his blood and it was uh, the, a lot of the red blood cells were stacked like pancakes and glommy together and not real mobile and somebody it wasn't me somebody told a joke and we all started laughing and as that happened as we all he, this man started laughing all the blood cells popped apart and started moving and in the work that I do the blood in your body represents the movement or flow of joy in your life. And as soon as this man became joyful and laughing, his blood started moving. It was just, you know, and so I told this story to somebody and he said, there is a a doctor who had somebody's blood 16 miles away from the client and they made him laugh and 16 miles away, the blood changed at that moment. Hmm, which is, here's our mind, as you would say, into matter. So, um, I I can tell various stories about how, so our, which is our mind controls our body, not just that, you know, we breathe, we digest, we, we walk, we run, but we create cancer. We create diabetes. We create allergies. We create superhuman strength. It does each and every one of those are just a direction of mind. I'll give an example of how the body, um, responds. So, I was, this is a story I tell often because it's so unusual in a, In to, to most people. I was uh, out for Thursday night shopping with this woman some years ago. And we went into this uh, uh, de- or, uh, uh, little uh, shop for women. Um, and as we were in there, I realized, oh, we're going to be in here for a little while. And there was one woman working there and myself and, She was a tall woman, quite attractive. And we started a conversation and we were just talking about the weather, you know, Thursday night shopping, whatever. She says, I don't really work here. This is my friend's place. And uh, I'm just filling in for her on Thursday night so she can have some free time. And we were talking about five minutes and I noticed her hand. And I said, "Uh, can I ask you a personal question? And she said, yes. I said, did you just get out of a, sexual relationship with somebody where you got into some kinky sex and you rather regret having gotten involved and you feel guilty? And she looked at me and she said, how do you know? I said, your hand. She said, how, what do you mean? My, And on that morning when she was doing breakfast by accident, she sliced her um, index finger and her middle finger on the top of the knuckle or like on the finger just above the nail so she sliced herself there by accident well your ring finger indicates unions and grief your middle finger is anger and sexuality so i thought okay this is a relationship or a union there's grief around it it's about sex and probably not just regular it's probably there's a little more intensity there so and then cutting yourself accidentally is violence against the self and believing is joy running out of your life so i explained that to her and she just looked at me and just like and then that was it she didn't want to talk to me anymore she thought i was going to be mind reading and it's not in a sense i mind reading through the body's uh manifestation of the thoughts and in the work that i do a large part of my work is to just get feed you know sort of feedback from the body which is telling me what's really going on in the mind. When you understand Louise Hay's work, the book "You Can Heal Your Life," so like she says, cancer is deep secret or grief eating away at the self, carrying hatreds, long-standing resentment, or what's the use? And Louise Hay herself had uh, was diagnosed with cancer of the vagina, given months to live, and uh, and then it said at one point, well, we can surgically remove your vagina and give you a little extra time. Well, she was a practitioner of her work, but being a hypocrite, she said, she wasn't practicing her work, even though she was doing the work, you know, like working with people. She wasn't surprised she got cancer of the vagina. She had been raped as a five-year-old and sexually abused as a teenager by her stepfather. So all of that grief was focused in her genital region. Well, within three months, she was on a cleansing diet, getting foot reflexology, she said, and doing forgiveness work, releasing that anger, that rage, that hate, then moving into a state of forgiveness. She lived to be 92 years of age. Her book has sold well over 60 million copies. And in fact, I was the first distributor she ever had. I was selling her books years before she became famous. Because when I read her book, and I, you know, started reading various symptoms or problems in the body and related to me, it, it, she was like reading me like a book, just like this you know, woman who I was looking at her hand. And I was like, oh my, like it spoke of so much truth. And that was my journey, the beginning of my journey into seeing that our mind affects not just your body, but the whole world. I'll give you another example. I was working in my shop and this woman from upstairs came, young woman came and said, Tom, do you have any cardboard? And I have I said, I got a ton of cardboard here. She said, I want to sell my my car do you know anybody wants to buy And i go well i'm not really a car salesman i don't know anybody she said well i'm having problems with it the carburetor won't work i said oh she said my boyfriend worked on it worked on it couldn't fix it took it to the dealership they couldn't fix it bought a new carburetor installed a new carburetor it still doesn't work i said have you ever heard that the way you think and feel affects your health of your body oh yeah my mom is kind of into that I, i said yeah i said Positive thinking creates positive and, and health and well-being in your body. I said, same thing with your car. I said, your carburetor is kind of like your lungs, your bronchial tubes. She says, I have asthma. I said, yeah, so does your car. And she just looked at me like, oh, my God. And I could tell you all numbers of stories this way of just how, whether a client of mine, she was selling a house, and uh, they had somebody come in and doing an inspection. And they found that the gas line was blocked, the water line was blocked, and the sewage line was blocked. And uh, so they went to, you know, discuss this with the owner of the house. And he said, I'm sorry, I I have to take the house off the market for a while because I have to go in for triple bypass surgery. He had three blocked arteries and his house had three blocked lines going into it. So this is you know, when we when we start to understand this as a tool, we can go, oh, my God, this is the you know, the world will reveal to us all kinds of information when we know how to read it. And it's just like you can have a book. And if you don't understand what letters, how they work together and how they create words and how words create sentences and sentences create thoughts, etc., we we have to understand the language. You know, and there's the language of the body. And Louise Hay is, as I said, the, the book is You Can Heal Your Life is the one that sort of um, lays this all out fairly simply. So when we, you know, in, in my work and in your work as well, you, you know, you see that, you know, generally people who are very happy, um, have very positive uh, perspective in life, generally live longer, uh, happier, more fulfilled lives, have less disease and people who you know chronically comp- complain you will see you know i'll see cancer is not uncommon like my first wife had cancer and i had been talking to her for 6 months before she was diagnosed when she had she had revealed something to me some deep secret and and when she told me this and i said oh you've got to let that go and she was like shut up leave me alone i don't want to talk about it and she eventually got cancer and cancer was the best thing that happened to her because she then had to face that emotion and feeling sorry about that my timer again um she had to face these emotions and feelings she went on the cleanse used color therapy and did the emotional work and she was supposed to have a hysterectomy immediately they wanted to do it immediately and uh We had one baby nine months to the day after she was diagnosed and a second baby 11 months later, and um, she's still alive today. And it was, you know, it, you know, people go, well, that's amazing. Or that's, and I hope people don't say, because I want to get into this. Oh, that's crazy. That's not crazy. That's amazing. It's just the way the world works. And which will lead into saying that's crazy by millions of people, multiple times a day, the world begins to look, guess what? crazy. We have wars, we have politics, we have disease. we have, you know, family stuff, we, you know, stuff going on. And I, you know, it's, I, you know, one of my, I don't even know if this is a good word to use, pet peeves, is listening to people always saying, you know, it's crazy, that's nuts, that's insane. And I go, why can't you just say that's incredible, that's amazing, that's awesome, that's cool, that, you know, the the words that you're using, remember, affect matter. They go into matter and the universe and they create um, what we're projecting. And so it doesn't matter if it's one person projecting for your own reality or a whole country projecting into the world. You know, uh, Baba G said as, one, as simply as one person can pick up and throw a rock, a million people thinking a negative thought can create an earthquake and people go what an earthquake you know well I believe we affect the weather the weather affects us you know in fact they've now you know genetically they now know that the weather that you live in affects you genetically it changes your your chromosomes and stuff or your DNA and it goes not just one way it's not a one way street here it goes both ways we project into the universe and the universe manifests and then shows back to us what we're what we're projecting and you know if like if you're watching tv and you don't like a tv program you don't throw rocks at it no you <laughs> pick pick up your your remote and you change the channel so if you don't like what like what you're experiencing in your life or seeing in your life then you've got to not throw rocks at it or blame it you just go oh that's a message telling me to think or project in a different way and so it, it can be um you know saying i've caught myself saying i can't stand this <laughs> and then oh, a varicose vein shows up in my leg and it's going oh you know and varicose veins are not are standing in a place you don't want to be <laughs> and mm. it's just And you know, even so, I have to catch myself. And I'm not saying I don't uh, ever say something that. uh, Oh, I've had stuff come back in my face, and went, "Oh, oh oh my!" I could I tap myself in the forehead and said, "Oh, I could have had a V eight, or oh, I could have had a positive thought." You know, life is wonderful. All is perfect in my world, and I always move into my greater good. And uh, so it's 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 very simplistic which is sometimes what people complain about. And I say, that's the beauty of it. It's the simplicity. When you understand it, you can work it a lot easier. You don't need to be a rocket scientist for this.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and you know, what? one of the things that comes to mind when you were talking earlier, I'm sure you've heard this, we've all heard this, how when you look at people's pets, they always take on the characteristics or they're kind of like the animal presentation of the owner. And I remember when I first heard about this and I thought, ah, oh, is that really true? Is that really true? And then I started paying attention and looking. And even at my own pets that I choose, because I have very unusual pets. I have a desert tortoise and I have a, <laughs> a guinea pig. I'm not your kind of cat, dog, horse kind of person. have no issues with those types of animals. Um, I love all animals, but it's so true how your pet starts to take on and morph and mold and take on characters, even physically, you know, like m- maybe their hair is a mess or matted all the time or, you know, whatever it might be. It's just, there's something really funny about that. Well,
1: um, I heard somebody speak at a health show for pets last year, Sherry oh, Ross. Oh yeah, wait, hold that thought. Okay.
0: We'll start with that when we come back. Okay because that's right i remember you just went to an event uh for that so we, we need to run to a short break and then we'll return and when we return let's talk about that what you were just about to say about the pets but i also want to chat a little bit about it, kind of pulling this all together of how this relates to health so we will be right back
3: We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. America Out dot news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us. In the fight for liberty and justice for all, America Out Loud Talk Radio.
2: This is Jody O'Malley
0: with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the
2: most. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD, global healing, giving you the power to take control
0: of your health naturally. Welcome back. This is Nicola Burnett uh, coming back from our short break. And I just want to mention that Looking for Healing Radio is on five days a week, Monday through Friday. You can catch Dr. Brian Artis on Mondays, myself, Nicola Burnett on Tuesdays, Dr. Jana Schmidt on Thursdays, and Dr. H on Wednesdays. And on Fridays, you get the whole gang of us. So between my co-hosts and I, you can find a new show every day of the week. And if while you're listening, a question pops into your mind, please feel free to submit your question by going to the nav bar on the Looking for Healing page. We would love to hear from you, and all questions and comments are welcome. Okay, we're in our last segment here with Tom. It always seems to rush by too quickly when we're together, but I would like to just uh, have you continue your thought when we stopped that last segment you oh. were just at a conference I was actually in Las Vegas we got some time to hang out together which was great and you were at a health conference for pets so share what you were about to say I'm interested well
1: it was um, uh, there is a kind of a whole new branch of uh, in animal animal medicine or you know that there, there's all of these human diseases i'm not saying diseases diseases because i don't believe in disease i believe that all or it's only one disease toxemia and uh, all these other diseases are manifestations of that uh, that's you know of of those of disease anyways and there are now all of these human based diseases that animals are now supposedly contracting and it's like wow wouldn't be they're going like this is is this a coincidence how does this happen well if you've ever watched you know the dog whisperer you know he's you know he'll say your energy and he says if you're holding the leash runs down the leash into the dog well he's you know he's just i'm sure he doesn't believe that i believe it comes through your you know your mind or your consciousness but he you know for people he says it travels down you know the leash right to the pet And uh, you know he demonstrates how people this dog is completely unmanageable. But as soon as he holds the leash, all of a sudden the dog is just calm and sitting. And as soon as the the owner holds it, it's all over the place. And it's you know just another example of how our mind permeates the universe we live in. Whether it's our pets, our possessions, Um, now we it doesn't do that with the people that we are around. We can't we can um, interact with the people that were around, but we can, of course, can't control, we can't change, we can't fix. And as you know, we can't heal anybody. (laughs) All we do is facilitate people in their own process of healing. And hopefully we direct guide and support them in that, in that way. Um, But we, you know, sort of wanted to sort of tie in, you know, a, a, a few other things with, with the, with this, Whole process of manifestation well what's is there a real science behind this well in science and physics you know we have you know newtonian physics where newton said you know um force is equal to the mass times the acceleration it was one of his um equations that he came up with and then einstein came out with e equals mc squared and then came quantum mechanics and you know so on the macro scale newton's you know uh math and and equations work quite effectively but when you get on to the sometimes the macro scale really really large or really really small you've got to use uh, einstein's work but then suddenly along comes uh quantum mechanics and so newton and einstein's work is all based on the, the world working very logically push something and it moves don't push anything and it won't move you know if something is, you know, one of the laws is something in motion will stay in motion unless acted upon by an outside um, uh, force. Uh, something at rest will stay at rest unless uh, unless acted upon by an outside force. Well, all of a sudden, quantum mechanics comes up and just says, we don't understand anything here in a sense that it's all randomness. It's like we're, you know, they are trying to find where an electron was in its orbital shell, in, a, in an atom, well, where is it? They go. Well, it's any. It's it's everywhere. What do you mean it's every? Well, it's it, it's every. We don't know where it is until now. Once you look at where you think it is, suddenly it's there. But before that, you didn't know where it was, and why didn't you know? Because you didn't project where it was. So as soon as you project, and Einstein, you know, seeing all this randomness, he just said, there's this famous quote. He said, "God doesn't throw dice." with universe like you know you throw dice and any number can come up well so there's you know and nobody's been able to sort of pull this together that i've seen in 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 physics and i believe it's just as simple as our thoughts go into this random nature and we project on it a a a blueprint and then it manifests you know whether it's a house a car you go what? Well, what do you mean you you created a car like I mean, I I had a picture of a red Audi when they first came out with a, the Audi Quattro many years ago. And uh I went out one day and finally bought a car and I bought this Audi and and my I was showing this friend of mine when he was was driving in Toronto. I drove into Toronto and he said, Tom, don't you remember you have a red Audi on your car co- on, on your wall in your office? And I went, Oh, and here I have it and it didn't happen overnight but it eventually that's what happened and so we we project into the universe and it depends on your intensity and how good you're at it and how much you believe it and all of those things you know will you know can make it happen momentarily or it might take you 30 years thinking that oh i have to work really hard at it you know and again we have thousands and thousands of different beliefs and we have to start to sort of peel back in our unconscious, what are these beliefs and do they serve us? You know, money doesn't grow on trees. Uh, you have to work hard for money. Uh, rich, uh, you know, money is the root of all evil or any of this stuff. These are all just beliefs. And I, talk, when I talk to people about money, I'll say money isn't a good thing, you know. And it's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. It's a form of energy. And depending on how you label it is how you will experience it. So we want to whatever it is that we want to create in our lives, you we we want to sort of do I have any negative beliefs about this? Like I remember I, I had relatives who you know when they accumulated wealth, they became I would describe as not very nice people. And I would say to myself, if you know if money you know makes you you know makes you miserable or mean or whatever, I don't want it. Well, money doesn't make you mean. You're already mean. <laughs> you just like to show it a little better because you think you can because you've got money. That's all it is. And I've met lots of people who are rich or wealthy, who are very nice, who are generous and kind. And I've met people who are poor, who are miserable and angry. And so, and I've met people who are poor, kind, and, and generous as well. So it's, you know, it all depends on these beliefs that we've been impressed upon you know you we, we learn more by the age of three i've read by then what we learn the whole rest of our life this is where we're you know deeply imprinted upon about uh the kind of relationships we're going to have how our what our health will be like uh, what kind of job we'll do uh the kind of money we'll make on and on all we're you know, that's all sort of being predetermined and so we have to go oh Where are these thoughts that I've got? Where did they come from? Like I remember in my business, I was, you know, things would be going very good and then bang, something go bad. And then it started to go better and better and bang, something go bad. And I finally went, why do I keep attracting this? Why, you know, when things are going good, I get scared. And one day I'm driving with my father and I said, uh, gee, the weather's been nice for the last four days. And he said, can't last long. And I went, oh. There's the answer. I'm living out his belief system. So I had to start saying to myself, when things are going good, it quickly gets even better. Instead of things are going good, I'd be going, something bad's going to happen, something, because that was my dad's reality. And I had learned that from his experience. And so we need to, as I said, delve a little deeper into what we think we know about ourselves because what we don't know, we don't know.
0: (laughs) Right. Good point. Yeah. So, Yeah. uh, And you know, that actually um, brings me to the, in my practice, you, you kind of jump right into this with people, but I handle this a little bit different in my practice. People come to me and they're so, we've been so trained as a society to think when you're not well, it's a physical issue and you go see the physician and they, you know, they do a test and they look at it. It's all physical, physical, physical. All the focus is on the physical. There's no discussion of your thoughts or, you know, the mind over matter, um, any any type of conversation like this. And so when people start, you know, we get into it and we do some things and we start on nutrition and we look at their, you know, their biochemistry, et cetera. And through that process, things get better, and their attitude changes, and we've established trust as a practitioner. And and then uh, once that's established, we get into the detoxing, which both you and I do a lot of work with. And once we get into the detoxing, that's when these things really start to kind of bubble up to the surface. And then I, I just start to kind of handle it as it comes up and as it presents. Because my understanding from working with you know, thousands of people, uh, both of us have at this point in our lives uh, is that I understand that the things will come up for people when the person is ready to deal with it. They're ready to look at it. They're ready to talk about it. They're ready to process through it and it won't come up a minute or a day before then. And cleansing is great for that. And I forewarn people, Hey, when you're (laughs) going to do this cleanse, just letting you know, yes, a lot of physical things will happen and change, but it's not just that you're going to have toxic emotions come up and toxic memories come up. And just really remember this. this is my famous saying to all my clients is that if it comes up, it's the signal that you are 100% ready to now deal with this. So this is kind of tying in the whole process of this topic of today and how it relates to health and that, you know, we both work with this quite a bit we just do it a little little bit of a different way you kind of jump in and go for the jugular which i actually really appreciate
1: (laughs) well the the, the, i start people cleansing right away in my work and so that stuff comes up almost immediately so it's yeah and and yeah it it, does we we, we are different practitioners and i believe i do the very best work i can possibly do nobody does anything better than what i do But that's just what I do. (laughs) And I believe you do the very best work that you do, and you're the best at what you do. And I attract uh, people who get their best work from me, and you attract people who, I believe, get the best work from you. And somebody goes to you may not be the person that needs to come to me. And that's what I've learned is, is that there's billions of people. And, you know, so my affirmation is I attract only those people that receive their highest, highest good from the work that I have to offer and the rest walk on peacefully, peacefully, peacefully by and maybe to another practitioner who will serve them.
0: I love that. That's really beautiful. And um, one of the things I really enjoy about you is the way that you are, because I'm not that way. And (laughs) it takes all kinds and I, you know, it's like I, I'm with you, and within 15 minutes of us just catching up or talking, or a half an hour, or whatever it is, you'll kind of stop and point something out that I might have said, or the way I said it, or the tone, or whatever it is, and it always gets me to stop and think. And I always, doesn't matter where we are, what we're doing, I always, always appreciate. Um, being in your presence because it feels like just like you said. I loved what you said about changing the channel on the television. It's like you'll say one thing to me, and it just it. I feel my inner energy just go right, and it it just kind of shifts. And and what was the one? What's the one that you say all the time? Um, oh, everything is is working in divine right divine, order. Right, yes. Yeah. I I forget that, and that's one of my favorite. Um, favorite expressions that is, is so true. And when I get really mad and angry, (laughs) uh, which can happen a lot for me, just the way that I'm kind of designed and built in human design, I, I will, I've, I've trained myself to pull that card Mm. and, and I'll say that. And you've been the person that has helped me, um, Mm. you know, in those ways to remember this, uh, to remember, just to catch yourself and listen to the things that you're saying. And it's a lot easier when you're around because you're really <laughs> good at it. You know, sometimes we we are not, um, it's harder to see your own stuff, right? It's always right. easier to see other people. Absolutely. So that's one of the things I actually enjoy the most about you. Ah, okay. Well, again, we're at that time. Um, I, I so thank all the listening audience, and I thank you, Tom, for spending the hour with me. I it just it feels like five minutes all the time. These topics are just so fascinating and interesting. Uh, I do hope everybody is feeling inspired and educated and hopeful that no matter what you're dealing with from a health perspective, there's always a natural solution. I mean, even that simple thing that I just mentioned that Tom always shares with me, everything is happening in divine right order. It doesn't matter, you know, like you get a flat tire, you're pulled over on the side of the road, uh, you're waiting in in an office for an appointment and they're running behind. I mean, whatever it is, right? You're sitting on the tarmac in a plane. It's, it's just, if all you take is just that one expression and start with that, walking away from this program, it's a lot and it'll shift a lot of things. So keep that in mind. And if you'd like to learn more, I invite the listening audience to visit our website, which is www.backtobalancelv.com to find a little bit more about what we do at the center. And if you are interested in any of Tom's work and what he has to offer um, you can visit his website which is
1: the or vitagem.com but the is the title of my book and it uh gives you opportunities to join some of the discussions that I do uh on a almost monthly basis. Thank you. Nice.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that. All right, until then, blessings in abundance with your health and your life. This is Nicola Burnett and Tom Woloshin signing off from Looking for Healing Radio.